The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Nah, 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 come on. On this episode of the Heat Check, here we go. I've been needing to talk about this. I just needed to get my notes arranged. There's a lot of moving parts here. There's a lot of things. Obviously, my heart's in it. The inner six-year-old in me is in shambles. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, it's tough. It's tough right now. This episode is dedicated to all of this drama surrounding the Portland Trailblazers organization shed a tear. It's a damn mess out here on these streets. We have a GM fired uh, for calls, not getting a salary. They have terminated him for improper, hostile work environment uh, as being a rage monster, which he he is. Uh, star player is hurt. He's upset. Doesn't like the roster. Doesn't like the new coach. Uh, other star player is texting media members goodbye, cryptic goodbye messages. Coaches, new coach who's never coached before but has been an off had some off-court turmoil and controversy, may or may not done some very shitty things, apparently now, allegedly, now is lighting the team up for being lazy. So let's get into it in detail. Come on, Brock. Drop that motherfucking beat. After a brief moment of stasis, 25 games or so, where there wasn't absolutely critical levels of drama, after an off-season of drama, uh, Portland is back in turmoil, uh, back in a no-man's land, back into a place where I see no way out. We, I mean, we knew. I knew. We talked about this before the season started. We knew this team wouldn't be good. We knew this team was somewhere between a seven seed and an eleven seed. We knew that this is not any. This is not a top six seed. Just not. When you, you know how we knew when you sign Ben Macklemore. I'm not talking about uh, Macklemore. I'm talking about Ben Macklemore. I'm talking about Tony Smells. Excuse me, Tony Snell. Sorry, Tony Snell. You when both when you sign fucking. Cody, Ze- I broken nose before the season. Zeller, little clear mask. Zeller. When Larry Nance Jr. No shade to Larry Nance Jr. When Larry Nance Jr. No shade to Larry Nance Jr. I have to say that multiple times because when he's your best free agent pickup, you know, you know it's going to be a bad year. You know when Dame is saying. 
please help me. And these guys are the guys that you bring in. And then you try to peddle it to us as the most deep roster you've ever built in your life. He deserved to be fired for that anyway. Right? Thank God. And then your star player plays like shit in the Olympics because he has an abdominal injury, which now bleeds into the new season. I mean, you know. I know the Blazers like the back of my fucking hand, and I knew this wasn't going to be good. But where we are at now, holy shit. I mean, we now have, where, where, we, where are we? We are now where the Athletic, the Athletic, which is an organization that does NBA reporting, sports reporting, covering all sports, all of the NBA beat writers are now fully, fully focused on the Portland Trailblazers. Like seven, eight articles. Boom, 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 boom. In rapid succession. And none of them were good. None of them painted a rosy picture of what was going on. I mean, it's like a Hindenburg-style disaster that we are headed for. All hands now on deck. Everyone is focused on Portland because there's just so much to cover. Not one man can cover all of the facets. It's a fucking octopus. Octopi level of problems. Little arms everywhere. Fires. Little fires everywhere. So let's get into how it is, what's happening, and my personal opinion of what comes next. Let's go through it. Friday. Friday comes. And the inevitable happens. Neil Olshay, GM of the Portland Trailblazers, who's been there since Dame's rookie season, got there before, right before Dame was drafted. He's been fired. He's been fired for basically being mean. Just basically being a mean guy, like stuck into the 90s. Here's a little story. Here's a little quick little antidote. I don't know that I've ever spoken about this publicly. I met Neil Olshay personally his like first month or two on the job. I was just a little baby media member. I was just trying to get into the game. Just trying. Just literally working my way. I was working the Adidas Nations Tournament, which is like a random AAU-style thing for high schoolers at elite levels all over the country. And they come together and they play, and it's worldwide. Like, I saw Dante Exum coming over from Australia that year. So I'm interviewing Neil. I don't know how that got set up, but I was. And Neil is teaching me how to hold a microphone because Neil used to be in front of the cameras as a soap opera star. And he's telling me, yeah, when your GM used to be a soap opera star, let me just say, you kind of know it's not great. So anyway, so anyway, this is all off the cuff. So anyway, he's teaching me about this. We're talking. And I ask him, can we do one more interview before you run? And he slaps me on my lower back. And he says, yeah, babe, just got to hit the head first. Yeah, you could say that there was a wink and a gun, but there wasn't. But there was an implied wink and a gun. And that's like that New York old school, old school kind of scummy, kind of sleazy, but also he's a handsome dude. So I get it. I get what, he, what he's doing. Former actor, right? And I was like, I know everything I need to know about this guy. He orders from, he goes, his, like, favorite place to go is probably Capitol Grill. Like, he loves steak, potatoes. Like, that's him. That's him. So, anyway, he gets fired for doing all those things that 90s machismo East Coasters do. Cares only about these things. Like, maybe says mean things to his employees. Probably says sexually inappropriate things to the female workers that are there. I'm certain. I didn't see the report. It's all confidential. So, he gets fired. New guy comes in, GM, interim GM, Joe Cronin, doing whatever that he can do to win this job. And God bless him. I hope he does win the job. 
I really, really do. He's a good guy. He's a nice guy. He's very forward-looking. And now where are we? We are to the point where the world is wondering, what is Joe Cronin going to do to keep that job? Because there's all kinds of reports like Scott Perry, this, that person. You got Tayshawn Prince possibly coming in to take the GM job. So Joe Cronin needs to make a move. And he, boy, is going to make some moves. So now we've got trade rumors swirling. And then another article, boom, drops. Dame reportedly frustrated with head coach Chauncey Billups because he's playing worse in Chauncey's system. Apparently he wanted a guy who had coached before, even though he said he was interested in Chauncey. He really wanted Jason Kidd, which Portland was never going to allow because Jason Kidd has his own host of problems off the court. And this system, this Chauncey Billups system, very rigid. Terry Stotts gave him and CJ all this freedom to run iso ball and play like they're fifth graders. And now Chauncey Billups like, fuck that. You guys are lazy. No more high pick and rolls with Dame. We need more ball movement. We need some defense. And the defense is sucking. They are still 30th in the league at defense. And now there's new reports. Dame wants Ben. Dame wants Ben Simmons. For God knows reason. Probably for defense because we're so terrible. And it's like, well, how would that trade go down? How? And on top of that, Chauncey is now ripping his players in the media. Chauncey, new coach, never coached before, is saying things like this. Portland has a lack of pride. And of course, that lack of pride bothers me. If that doesn't bother you, there's something going on. If something's not your night, cool, it happens. There's a way that I'm willing to lose, and that's not the way I'm willing to lose. We are embarrassing. I've never seen a team that needs its bench to inspire our starters. That shit is crazy to me. It's supposed to be the other way around. The young guys, they don't know the politics of the league, but that's just something the vets should be teaching them. I'm more mad at the starters for putting our bench in that situation. So the team sucks. Dame's pissed. Chauncey's pissed. GM is gone. New changes need to be made. And what does that change? Mostly the change that everybody's been talking about for a very long time, which is that C.J. McCollum has got to go. He's a shrimp, and he doesn't play defense. You can't have three guys on the perimeter that are 6'3 or under, none of which interested in playing defense. That is not going to work. That is what allows or creates a system where the Blazers are the worst defense in history. So anyway, the reason that C.J. has not been traded is because Neil Olshay is the one who drafted C.J., and Neil, like the power monger that he is, 90s old school machismo, wants to take credit for CJ and doesn't want to let his little prize possession go, even though it's not working because he can't take, cannot take credit for drafting Dame because he wasn't there long enough to do all of the scouting to draft Dame, which is a shame because you know he would take credit as the, as the credit monger that he is. So, now what? Well, we're all wondering. What's going to happen with CJ? So now CJ is saying, hey, guys, I'm doing everything that I can to control what I can control. But I'm kind of checked out right now because I have a baby on the way and we're playing like trash. I've been in trade rumors for the last 24 months and we're in COVID. So have you ever thought about having a baby in the middle of COVID? What about a baby in the middle of COVID when you're not even sure where you're going to be living? You're not even sure what kind of prenatal appointments to book because, holy shit, I could be in Memphis. I could be in Orlando. So, yeah. So, yeah, now that Neil is gone, CJ is at true risk of being traded. 
He's playing terrible. He's playing some of the worst stats of his entire career from a percentage standpoint. His field goal percentage numbers are down. His free throw numbers are down from like 90% to 70%. He's trash right now. And on top of that, as we know, he's been a bad fit with Dame forever. Forever. He's now been reported to look disinterested and checked out. And on top of that, CJ has now been, because this is what Neil would do, he paid CJ CJ $100 million, which is now just starting. This is the first year of a $100 million contract, which you might think is makes it difficult to trade, which it does. It makes CJ very difficult to trade because he's overpaid. But also, that salary seems to match with another na- man. Name rhymes with Schmen Himmins, a.k.a. Ben Simmons. So when, when the GM, when Neil O'Shea gets fired, all of a sudden he and longtime reporter who also absolutely fucking got hated by Neil. Neil absolutely hated Jason Quick. Jason Quick is talking to CJ about all the trade rumors swirling around. Then all of a sudden, Neil gets fired. And CJ, ping, 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 pings Jason Quick just like that after their conversation 15 minutes later. And he's like, yo, it's been real. I'll always feel uh, akin to Portland. I bought 324 acres of land in Portland. This is always going to be my home. And he's like, that kind of sounds like a goodbye to me, CJ. And he's like, it's been real. Or something to that effect. So CJ knows he's gone. CJ knows that that's probably the only way that the Blazers can get better if they're going to get better because they need to. And Joe Cronin, interim GM, needs to do something or he's not going to get the job because this cannot continue. This pattern of status quo behavior cannot continue. Dame's not happy. Chauncey's not happy. Roster's not happy. Nobody's happy. Fans aren't happy. Like, what are we doing? And then, meanwhile, you have another faction of people who are saying, well, Dame's to blame. Dame doesn't play defense. Dame is committed to only one side of the floor. Dame is one of the laziest defenders in the NBA. Dame needs to go. The only way to get this team better is to trade Dame and rebuild with a host of draft picks, assets, etc., etc. And the only reason that Dame is getting a pass is because Dame is so loyal to a dog shit franchise, franchise that would never, ever, ever get a player of his stature, and so we just let him get away with murder because why not? Because he's the best we could ever hope for. And that's true. Dame is a lazy defender. It's true. He's incredibly apathetic. And the stats really do say that Steph Curry, who's quite a bit smaller and slighter than Dame, is a much better defender because he wants to be a much better defender. So, hey, Dame is partially to blame for the lack of defense. But two other 6'3 guards on the perimeter starting a three-guard lineup like our name is the fucking Sacramento Kings isn't helping either. Isn't helping either. So this is all what's happening. This is all the nutshell of where we're at. My opinion Obviously, it's a problem. We have a lot of problems that can and cannot be solved. Some can be solved. Some cannot. This is what I think needs to happen. CJ's got to go. Dame must sit until he gets 100% healthy. Robert Covington must be traded. Must be. He's trash. Nurk probably needs to go as well. Just get rid of everyone that you can. And have a, fire, a somewhat of a fire sale because Nurk is on an expiring contract and Nurk wants a lot of money. How do I know he wants a lot of money? Because he's hired Rich Paul. And Rich Paul only gets guys paid. Or he abandons them like he did um, 
Nerlens Noel. But that's a whole nother story, right? He gets him paid or he abandons him. And I don't think he's going to abandon Nurk. Because this is the weakest free agent market for centers, period. It's just him and DeAndre Ayton. And we know DeAndre Ayton is going to resign. So it's really just Nurk. But from what I gather, you know, putting my phones and my feet to the street and my fingers walking and my lips go talking and figuring out where everybody's at on this is that centers aren't valued anymore. And Nurk, as good as he is, he's kind of soft. And if you want to pay him, don't pay him that much. And Rich Paul is going to want to get him paid. So why not just get him, get some value for him now? That makes Nurk very valuable for a trade. Trade Nurk, trade CJ, trade Rocco, Probably trade Anthony Simons because he's a young piece and he's fun and you could probably package him for something. Get Ben Simmons at all costs, even though now the new news is that Philadelphia doesn't want CJ. So now you have to do a three-team trade to get CJ to whatever destination wants him, which is probably New Orleans. The new news in these pieces as well as a sidebar is that apparently New Orleans was willing to give Portland Drew fucking Holiday and we said no. But New Orleans still thinks CJ's the bell of the ball. They think he's playing out of position, and they want him. Let's make it happen. Fleece fucking David Griffin because he's a bitch, and get as much as you possibly can. Send Brandon Ingram to Philly. Send Ben Simmons to Portland. Send CJ down to NOLA. Make him, at, make him and Devontae Graham play point guard. And then we can just see where we're at from there. And then you're probably going to get maybe like maybe Miles Turner or T.J. Warren, or something, or maybe Sabonis, trade with the Indiana Pacers. Someone. Yeah, send Sabonis to fucking Portland. It's only right. It's only right. He's probably going to go anyway. The GM for Portland, the GM in Indiana is the former GM in Portland. That trade makes perfect sense. Do something. Get these guys the fuck out of here. All these softies who don't compete, compete. All these softies who don't compete, get them the fuck out. Put some dogs in. That's what I think. I am personally incensed, obviously, that we passed on Drew, as an aside. But whatever happens needs to happen fast, or Portland is in risk of not only being in no man's land, but having a franchise star who's disgruntled and is only staying because he feels a sense of loyalty, not because he wants to be there. And when people are somewhere, and they stay, and they do things, and they have no real desire to do them, and they're only doing it to make someone else happy, what are they really even doing? It's not a service to themselves and it's not a service to the other person that they're or franchise that they're doing it for. It never really puts anyone in a position to succeed and it puts us in a place where all we can do is be a first round exit. If you thought that that was a, was an analogy for other things in life it was. It was. This team is not good and they need some help ASAP Rocky. Fuck my life as a Portland Trailblazers fan and I'm praying for Joe Cronin to make miracles before the February deadline. Please act with urgency before it's too late. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We will be back early, squirrely Friday morning with a brand new episode breaking down all the news from around the league. Do not forget to follow us on social at, at this Heat Check and at Trista Crick on TikTok. We will see you knuckleheads Friday early, squirrely. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.